This is episode 123 of the Fearless Launching Show, and this week we're going to be talking about the tools you're going to use to run your business and launches. Hi, I'm Ann Samoyloff, and I've helped some of the biggest online entrepreneurs and business owners have successful six and seven figure product launches. By working in the trenches offline to produce movies, TV shows, video games, I've discovered so many different ways to launch creative ideas. And the question is, do you have to copy what your guru says in order to have a successful launch? Do you have to use their done-for-you system in order to have success, in order to achieve your goals in business? I say no. This is the Fearless Launching Show featuring myself and an ongoing cast of characters, friends who join me in discussing business, launching, life, and balancing it all and having an amazing time doing it. Let's get into today's episode. I'm so excited for you to join me today. And because today I'm going to talk about how to choose the right tools to run your business. And we're going to focus on the principles that are going to help you make that decision. So warning, this ain't going to be a who does what better or you shouldn't switch tools or tools don't make the launch post. I think I've talked about all those topics before in different ways because honestly, I know I think you know by now that I believe tools don't make your launch, but they do make it easier sometimes. So over the life of my business, and I'm sure yours as well, I feel, I feel like we all run into this, especially if you're running an online business. There are tons of online tools. There are improvements all the time. And there's no way that you haven't come across a lot of different solutions to help you do your work better, faster, easier in every single category. And the costs, sometimes they cost less, sometimes they cost more. And sometimes you're like, wow, it's free. So my take on tools is actually pretty simple. Too much overlap, tools that duplicate the same work, tools that cost too much or unnecessary. And over time, we become tool hoarders. That's what I feel like. We become tool hoarders, and it's important that we understand where there's overlap, duplication, um, we're spending too much money on them, and it's natural, though, that we want to try everything out. So how do we deal with all of that? How do we deal with our fickle kind of interest or our interest in optimization? And are we really optimizing anything? So let me share some of these takes that I have. There are about seven of them, seven takes on choosing these right tools for the business. And some of them are are more just my intuitive take on, on choosing tools, but some of them are just me trying to be as practical as possible because if there's someone who loves shopping, it's me. And not just for planners, which you guys know that, but for everything. I am if I get something popped up from AppSumo, I mean it takes so much to restrain me sometimes. I'm like, "Oh my god, I need that and it's almost free." Um so we'll talk about that in a second. So, number 1 as far as how I like to go about choosing the right tools is that first of all, I allow myself to realize and to be okay with changing tools over time. That doesn't mean you want to be switching all the time, but it's okay that 
that things are going to change, that you are going to change tools. And sometimes it's really hard to even change your tools. I mean, one example of this is Infusionsoft because I can definitely say that I have a love-hate relationship with Infusionsoft, mostly love, but I definitely have those times where I'm like, am I really using this to its full potential? Do I really need to be spending this every single month? Or I look at the end of the year what I've spent on Infusionsoft and I'm like, dang, did I get that back or no? Or is there any return on my investment here? So in the past, I've expressed one of the main things I try to do to convince (laughs) And that's convince clients not to switch systems or tools before or during the launch unless they stop working or start messing with your ability to deliver on your launch promises. So a really great example of this is one launch that I was working on. We were using, I want to say what I have, like, even at the time, I was like, wow, you're using this as your payment processor or your, you know, shopping cart. And I thought, dang, that's kind of outdated. And I just... I I never I was actually surprised they were using it, but I was like, you know what? We're using it. That means we're using it. Um, this specific system also did track affiliate sales or was supposed to. Now, when we realized that that tracking was completely off, we realized that we needed to change because our affiliates meant a lot to us. They we had personal relationships with them, and we knew that it was important to make sure that that was being that was happening. That that it was integrating well with our email system and it was it was actually reporting correctly on our affiliates. So, you know, we did change that. We changed probably the most important structure inside our business. The other thing it wasn't doing, to be honest, was it was I think it was having a hard time and it was double charging people sometimes. Oh my gosh, way to make people angry right out of the gate, right? So, just just know that Tools change over time. Don't switch unless you have to if you're in the middle of a launch or you're just right before a launch. Um, Kind of take or tip number two is that I like to pick tools, and I think it's important to pick tools that integrate with all your necessary tools. It doesn't have to integrate with everything. You don't need everything talking to everything. But, man, there's nothing I hate worse than looking around, finding a tool that I love or think I love, only to realize I need Zapier to connect them. I know a lot of people love Zapier, Zapier, whatever you want to call it, but sorry, not interested. I already don't want to have to follow up and try to find the trail of why something isn't working. And the more links you have in the chain, the more possibility that there could be a hiccup. And I just don't want that. So I want tools initially that work well together out of the box. And if they don't, I really don't go there. I did for a little bit, but I I have since found solutions that don't, don't require Zapier. I don't want that. I think at one point I was using that as a, a go-between Infusionsoft and GoToWebinar, I said, uh-uh, not going to happen. And plus, I don't want to pay for that in, in between. Um, I have gotten those tools that do talk to other tools because Infusionsoft does have a lot. Of, there's a lot of people who develop for Infusionsoft that develop tools that talk to other well-known tools. And sometimes I'll be forgiving about that. Like WooCommerce, I have a... Um, 
infused Woo plugin, but it's not some sort of external thing. It's actually a plugin for my website that allows me to pull in information from Infusionsoft um, and kind of have my Infusionsoft connected to my WooCommerce shop. And those are even just for my most of the most of the things in my shop really are freebies at this point. So so yeah, so I like to, you know, have naturally integrating tools. I don't like kind of bandaged together situations at all. It makes me a little too nervous because often in between my launches, I won't have people working with me. I'll have maybe one person kind of, you know, running the support inbox. But I don't like having to worry, is someone, is something going to get lost in the shuffle? And it's actually the reason why I'm I'm getting rid of certain other tools that I've been using for list building things, because I'm not really sure if they're actually working. And when you're not sure if they're working, uh, you shouldn't use them. Okay, so number three, pick tools that cut out duplicated processes. So you should know by now that not every tool can do everything really well. So even if, let's say, I, I mean, I don't know for a fact because I haven't actually tried it out, but I know that ConvertKit, let's say, has landing pages. But I'm not going to stop using lead pages because I might want to be testing ConvertKit. And ConvertKit, I haven't even switched over to. I've been doing some email deliverability tests with it, um, and I like to see kind of how it's being developed. So that's why I have ConvertKit. And I'm not actually using it to send you guys any notifications um, if you're on the mailing list about, you know, any launches or blog posts or anything. So you don't need two different opt-in box box sub, you know plugins, which one of those I'm getting rid of. And you don't need two shopping cart tools, really. But you can give yourself the opportunity to test things out. Um, for example, though, I was just thinking, um, Samcart has, and which is one of the tools that I'm testing out right now for my fearless launchers, because I feel like it's my duty to test things out. So Samcart does have its own kind of process. It has like an affiliate kind of bit bit built in, which I have to test, and it has the shopping cart. So if I find that those work, I like how they work better than what's in Infusionsoft, that might change my decision to use Infusionsoft because those are two huge pieces that I'm hoping to build out this year. We'll see. ConvertKit, like I said, does have a bunch of different things as well, um, but I'm not using that in my main tool set. Um, CoSchedule and Meet Edgar are two other tools that have different ways I use them, but I'm likely not going to use CoSchedule much longer just because I feel like Meet Edgar does everything I truly need. And that actually leads right into number four. I'm picking tools with the end in mind and, you know, asking myself what's important for my business long term. Um, it's okay that, you know, I'm not going to be the one to be, the reason my co-schedule was working for me for a while was it reminded me to post my own social media because I didn't have someone helping me with it. But I don't really need that. I want I want my posts, I want my social media to be loaded into Meet Edgar because that is a better system for me than co-schedule. Um, and what if I decide I don't want to be on WordPress anymore? Who knows? 
Um, so co-schedule is kind of like and one of these things that I, I think I will talk about meet Edgar and co-schedule at some point. Um, so stay tuned for that. But that that's an example of me kind of talking through how I want to use how I want to schedule my social media, what I want to use. And I don't need to pay for two tools. You know, I don't even need to I don't need to use two tools. Forget about I'm paying for it in time. So, yes, pick tools with the end in mind. Switching right to tip number five, sometimes, here's the tip, sometimes you have to invest. If that makes you nervous, which sometimes it does, like, oh my gosh, do I really need this? Do I, can I afford this? You know what I like to do is I like to review everything that a tool does to see if basically it allows me to cut out tools that, that I'm paying for that don't do the job well that are, or that I can just swap out. And I know that on some occasions I was like, oh, I can just kind of, this actually doesn't increase the budget or the amount I'm spending on these overall tasks. It's just in one place. So sometimes that's the way you can justify making a purchase. So let's say, for instance, I decided, you know what, I want to use Samcart. I don't want to use Infusionsoft. I'm going to use ConvertKit, which is like, you know, whatever. It'll be like, maybe it'll be the same amount of really as Infusionsoft, but um, maybe it won't. Maybe it'll be a little bit less. And maybe my overall cost between the two will essentially be the same because Infusionsoft is not cheap. Um, so you just have to look at your your tools, what you're paying for specific things, and decide where you can make cuts. And you might discover that your own your spending increases only a little bit and you get a better, much better product. Um, one thing I didn't say here, which I'm going to just make as my unofficial eight one, which we haven't even got to six or seven, but I'm going to make an unofficial one here, is that I really love to support new platforms where there are known entrepreneurs, people who are who are not just big corporations. Like, I like to be an early adopter. I think that's what I'm saying here. I like to be an early adopter on things, and that's why I, I'm investing in ConvertKit, and I'm looking at SamCart because... Those two, I feel like I know those people. I know the people who are working at the company. And 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 the same thing with lead pages, you know, Clay Collins. I knew him because I was working with Laura at the time when I first met him. So, I mean, I, I just feel like once you know someone's deeper story, and, like, that's why I tried out Zippy, Zippy courses. And that's why, I, that's why I use Access Ally because I know my girl Natalie and Natalie Lucier. So think about being an early adopter because then you can, you can be part of that tools development. I think that that's exciting. Um, number six, always lay out the pros and cons of the products, the possible duplication places, ways to cut back in a spreadsheet. The spreadsheet is my tip here because make your own product comparison sheet so that you can really see, like, what do I need? What does this have? Um, does it do this? And ask your own questions and, and compare and contrast what different tools do for you. Number seven, just because it's a deal, this is my this is actually something I have to remind myself, and everyone's using it, does not mean it's a bargain and does not mean you need it. Um, you only need a few specific systems at all times in your business. And uh, I talk about this a little bit in my launch systems cheat sheet, which you can get, you know, which will help get you started on implementing those 
primary systems and tools you need when you're running an online business, when you're having regular launches, promotions, selling your product services online. So grab that. I will pop it in the show notes that you can get over at ansomorelove.com forward slash 122. I think that's 122. Um, but make sure to check the show notes if you're if you're listening to this in the app. It'll make sure that it'll say that right there for you and it'll link right over to the blog for you. So, yeah, I I feel like, you know, there are only a few systems you need in your business. They don't have to be all fancy pants to work well. And you don't have to spend zillions of dollars just to run all the things. You can do things only with a couple of pieces and be totally fine. Um, so you might be asking, what's in my main tool stack now? And let me switch gears and just kind of let you know what I'm using. Now, a few years ago, I actually did... Um, I was doing tool reviews on the blog, and I might start doing that again because I do review my tools often, well, at least once a quarter. So here's an update. I will link to those past posts so you can see what I've used in the past, but let me just go as far as the main systems, main tools I'm using, and these are all related to the launch. So number one, Infusionsoft, which covers my affiliate program, my shopping cart, my CRM, and my email marketing. That's what I use. Okay. And then for scheduling and project management, you know, I've gone back and forth on Trello and Asana. I am mostly now in Asana for project management, working with other people on other projects. That's where we are. I do love Trello, though, but they were just acquired by another company. So we'll see what happens there. Um, And not acquired, but collaborating, partnered with. But Asana now has boards, which are very Trello-esque. And so gotta love that. And, And start restarted using that last fall primarily because I was just working with other people. Trello has lots of amazing things about it, and I really, really do love it. So um, I'm going to give you a few resources to check that out so you can make your own decision on it. There are definitely some people teaching both both platforms. Um, so check those out. For kind of just like product creation and all that kind of stuff. Um, Google Apps is my main jam with like writing, creating stuff and sharing it with people and collaborating that way. I don't use Evernote. I don't use, um, I do use Dropbox to share all my, I mean, to, to house all my kind of stuff that I'm working on to get it off my computer. I use Amazon S3 to store all my downloads for all my courses. And if you want the complete list of things that I have used, and I will make sure to mark what I am using, you can actually grab all those tools. There's a there's actually a page on my website, which I'm not sure why it's so hidden, but it is. So I will link to that for you. And for social media, Um, I actually have quite a few tools that I'm using right now, which is interesting. So I'm using Meet Edgar for all the scheduling. I'm and I'm stopping using um, some of the other things. So Meet Edgar is my primary bread and butter right now. And 
I'm also using Tailwind, which is a which is a tool to schedule and queue up things for Pinterest, which has really been growing rapidly over the last month and a half, which I thought was really fun. And I'm not really spending a ton of time over there, um, but I am using Tailwind to help me with that. And I use Planoly, P-L-A-N-O-L-Y, to map out what I'm going to be posting on my Instagram. You know, I use that in bits and spurts, but I do love it. I love their interface, and it's an app for the iPhone, so definitely check that out. Um, Let's see, what else? Trying to think what else. Oh, some new additions to my tool set are Access Ally. And um, and for the list building kind of stuff like the opt-ins, po- little pop-ups, little little bars, little boxes here and there, I am also using another plugin from Ambition Ally. So so I'll link all that stuff in the show notes so you can definitely just see what I'm using. Check that stuff out yourself. I mean, I generally stick to things for a long time. Oh, lead pages. Sorry, lead pages been using that for years. Don't see myself not using that just because it's super easy. And, you know, because I like to do things on the fly, and I don't like my team or anybody working with me to have to suffer because I'm a last minute thinker sometimes. I like to have something I can just pop in, make myself a page and go to town and then be done with it. Um, So that is it. Those are my main tools. I will definitely share more of those in the show notes and link to that main page, which shows everything from the content creation tools that I use. Um, But I generally keep it pretty simple. I spend most of my day in Google Apps and or Asana and or um, that's kind of it. Those are where I, that's where I am most of the day. If somebody took a video of me, I'd be switching back and forth between those and my WordPress site, probably. Um, yeah. Anyways, that is all. And that's all I wanted to share with you today. Make sure to listen to episode 119, which really talks about all the the things you need in place for a launch and the different types of tools. That's um, part of the series that I did just at the end of the year. So you can definitely check those out as well. And if you have any questions about choosing the right tools for your business, for your launches, reach out to me. Email support at ansamoylove.com and we'll get right back to you. We will, you know, give you any help or advice. Everybody, everybody on Team Anne is a tool nerd. So we can definitely give you multiple pieces of feedback on whatever you're trying to decide on. And if you would like me to do a review of any of the tools that I've talked about today, a more in-depth review, let me know that too. Definitely love to do those. And we'll be doing more video this year as well. That is all, guys. Have a great rest of your week. Thank you so much for listening to the Fearless Launching Show. I'm here just to share with you that there are so many different ways to approach launching, to approach running your business. All that you really need is that one ingredient, which is to be fearless and to just act because the act of not acting is actually making a decision. And I and I feel like don't be afraid to make a mistake. Be fearless. Okay? Take care.